What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. So, um, pretty stacked card that we had tonight. What do you think? Oh, yeah. That <laughs> card was very well stacked. Very much um, delivered into all the hype I feel. So, and without further ado, let's get into it. Yep. As always, I am... One of your hosts, Twisted, along with Brother Pyro. Um, so starting us off, we had the opening match um, on their quote-unquote kickoff show. What would be considered their kickoff show? What is it called? The buy-in match? Okay. Um, Hook and Denhausen versus Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. Winners were Hook and Denhausen. Hookhausen! And, I mean, there was pretty good... Uh, I can't really say good. pretty good back and forth because... Uh, Tony Nese and Mark Sterling didn't really have much offense against Hook and Denhausen, but Denhausen was the one to ultimately technically pin in the end, whereas Hook did pretty much all the grunt work. It was an entertaining match, to say the least. Mm -hmm. I personally enjoyed the shenanigans. As always. Yes. Um, but congratulations to those winners. All right, take us into the next match. All right, we open up the show, the main show, with Wardlow and MJF after the no-show at FanFest and the rumor that he bought a ticket out of Vegas. He showed up for the show. Um, Looking pretty scared coming out, honestly, I would say. He honestly just looked bored and didn't, like he didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. Um... Your winner due to a symphony of power bombs. And ultimately no offense on MJF's side. Which is what we said needed to happen to solidify this man. Wardlow picks up the win and is, goes from hired mercenary to all elite. Alright, jumping right into the next one. We had the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. So brothers versus brothers. Um, beginning the match, they had announced that in AEW, they are 2-0, and and overall, it was 4-2 and in any other promotion. Um, picking up the win after a very phenomenal back and forth, I would say. What do you think? Um, to say that would be an understatement, because then again, anytime the Hardys and the Young Bucks step into the ring together, it always delivers it does plus anytime the hardys even step into a ring it's beautiful i can't completely agree with that but that's to each their own neither here nor there but uh picking up the win ultimately was the hardys making their record of matches against the young bucks three and oh in aew and five and two overall that is actually their overall record in aew Overall record. Overall in record in AEW is now three and zero, five and two against the Young Bucks. Okay, I misspoke on that. So, but everybody entirely correct with their picks there. Yes. Um, jumping into match three of the night, we had the TBS Championship being defended by Ch Jade Cargill, um, against Anna J. Winner walking in as champion. Jade Cargill, um, she retains in a match that wasn't necessarily the greatest. It wasn't really good. There was no um, like storytelling between the women, and then at the very it was end, a very sloppy their match. 
Yeah, there was a, a lot of no cells during the very last segment. Um, and just the finishing of it really irritated us. Um, there was there was literally nothing that could have saved that match at all. But speaking about the aftermath of that match. That's part of the match was what happened after. You want to tell everybody? Um, so you see them getting ready to jump Anna J. You see Chris Statlander come to try to make the save. And the debut of former WWE talent, formerly, formerly known as Ember Moon, the fallen goddess Athena. I'm excited to see where that goes. I really hope they use her. Like, use her properly in this. Yeah, that would There's be... There's a lot that can go wrong here. Oh, yeah. There's a lot that can go wrong. There's a lot that can go right. So we'll just have to be patient and see what goes on. Take us in the next one. All right. House of Black versus Death Triangle. In my opinion, match of the night. Yes, definitely. I would have to say so. Um, walking out victorious thanks to the help of a new recruit, House of Black. So explain a little bit more on this new recruit for people that didn't get to watch it right away. Julia Hart. Um, long-term storytelling here was beautiful. She had a moment a few months back with House of Black that you could kind of tell if you are a regular viewer of AEW on a week-to-week basis. She wasn't quite herself, ultimately making the change from this beloved babyface, adorable little blonde to um whatever the heck they're going to be using her now for. Do you see a color change of the hair anytime soon, or do you think they're going to keep her blonde? Because uh, I, I... I know we had discussed that um, via the, the parallel that we also talk about being, um, WWE, we have Judgment Day. Um, so Edge's faction where Rhea Ripley, one of the newest recruits, um, had dyed her hair from blonde to black. Do you see that happening at all with this one? Probably not, honestly. Okay. I, I, I don't see why that would need to be a thing considering they have shown enough of a character change in her physically to you know stick to kind of solidify her with them okay yeah i completely understand um so a lot of good back and forth in this match there was a lot of very close calls would you say oh yeah no this this match was all over the place and i personally think the the back and forth the storytelling and you know the match overall was pretty good yeah all right uh leading us into the next match was the men's owen hart tournament finals so we had adam cole versus samoa joe um on the pre-version of what we give out we both picked samoa joe however our picks unfortunately went away from us and adam cole was the one to pick up the win thanks to the help of uh bobby fish yes thanks to the help of bobby fish i know flash was very mad about that watching it um but yes great heel work in that um with his one of his companions coming out to kind of save the day um but 
as everybody had said, this was this would have been a main event anywhere else. And I think it was probably a little bit better than what our main event was for the night. If I personally think that these two men putting on the clinic that they did had Owen smiling from the heavens. Oh, yeah. They Most did definitely. You want to take us into the women's version of it? All right. Following it up is, like she said, the women's Owen Hart tournament. Finals. Yes. Um, which featured Dr. Britt Baker, D-M-D, um, in a rematch. So to speak. Against Ruby Soho. And after a hard-fought battle by both women, Britt Baker picks up the win. And your inaugural Owen Hart winners are now the power couple. Of AEW. It was beautiful. A lot of back and forth, like he had said. Um, There were times where you really rooted for Ruby, obviously, and really wanted her and could see her winning. But ultimately, um, in a toss-up at the end of everything, Britt did take the W. Um, And then, uh, remind me on Owen's wife's name. I apologize. Martha had come out, made her speech, and um, presented... Britt and Adam with titles um, personally for them not to necessarily defend during like the show but more or less for them to keep on to till the next tournament um, and then their cup which will have their names engraved in eventually um, do you want to take us into the next match all right um you saw a mixed trios match Frankie Kazarian Sammy Guevara and take Conti Versus America Top Team. Um, well, unfortunately, we don't have a lot to say about this match. Just because our streaming service was, uh... Really acting up. Yeah, um, and, um, unfortunately, it cut out shortly after the opening bell. So we pretty much missed all of that match. But we can tell you that Scorpio Sky... Ethan Page and Paige Van Zandt did t- pick up the victory, eliminating Frankie and Sammy from the TNT title picture. And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of okay with it. And then um, Scorpio Sky, in an interview right after the match, was actually approached by someone challenging him for the title at the next, um, I believe it was what, Rampage? The, the next uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. At Dynamite later on this week. Yep. Um, uh, Dante Martin. Yep. Are you excited for that? I I am, actually. I think they can put on a really good match. Any picks on who comes out of there? I think Scorpio Sky keeps the uh, title for a little while. Alright. Are you saying that his reign is going to be at least somewhat long? It's going to be a decent. Alrighty. Um, next, we have Darby Allen versus Kyle O'Reilly. And um, unfortunately, due to the streaming service... We weren't able to even see the beginning or a majority of this match as well. We didn't get back our stream until about the closing moment. Yes, um, but picking up the win was Kyle O'Reilly over Darby Allen. Um, so unfortunately, not much to say in either of those matches. We do apologize. However, take us into the next one, Pyro. All right, AEW Women's World Championship. 
Serena Deeb's challenging Thunder Rosa in a pretty decent women's match, to say the least, for this company. I've stated my grievances about how I don't think a lot of the women in this company um, can work very well, and they could use a little bit of extra coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but both women really did put on a great show and ultimately walking out as champion, retaining her title, Thunder Rosa. It was really good back and forth, I have to say. It was very nice. Um, Serena Deeps did hold her own for a while in that match. But like you said, ultimately, picking up that one was Thunder Rosa. So um, next, we got to see the Anarchy in the Arena match. The Jericho Appreciation Society versus John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Santana, Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston. They came out. Uh, the The select five came out after um, the Jericho Appreciation Society made their entrance and you know the JAS just entirely went into the stands and ultimately started the fight right away I don't think the theme song couldn't even finish I think it played for at least five minutes before it finally got shut off before Jericho broke the box for it it was great though and Dustin Roberts was not kidding when he said was I gonna hit the fan Oh, yes. So to open up the match, Justin Roberts, and excuse our language for this, literally said into the microphone, ladies and gentlemen, shit is about to hit the fan. And And then announced everybody. And that's exactly what happened with little time to actually prep yourself. Everything just went up in smoke immediately. Yep. That match was a lot of fun. It was beautiful. They put on a very good show. I think there were only three people out of the Jericho Appreciation Society that didn't have blood, and everybody on the Select Five were bleeding. Oh, yeah. There was there was blood and carnage everywhere. I loved every second of it. Um, Let's talk about how Eddie Kingston really wanted to set Chris Jericho on fire. Yes. Um, They did make note of that. The commentary team said that he will not rest until Jericho is in the ground. So... Ultimately, he wanted Jericho gone. Thank you, Brian Danielson, for stopping your teammates. Oh, yeah. did he kind of imploded. It did implode. The process. Thus making Jericho Appreciation Society pick up the win on Brian Danielson. But they were also choking him with the rope. With the ring rope. Only rule was pin or submit in the ring. They choked him out. They did. They choked him out with the ring rope. Whereas, you know, I mean, obviously anything went in this. So, I mean, I wouldn't have minded, you know, Eddie Kingston setting Chris Jericho on fire. I I don't think we <laughs> need to see a human sacrifice on national TV. I don't think it would have been that. I think he would have eventually avoided it really quickly. No, I'm pretty sure it would have been that. If But it's okay to see Brian Danielson being choked by ring rope. And ultimately passed out. Like Not the first time we've seen that. Not the first time we've seen it. It's still not good. It's still not beautiful to see. But neither is setting somebody on fire. I mean, Randy Orton did it to The Fiend. Wrong show. Hey, 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 hey. Wrong show. We jump back and forth. Take us into the next match. One you were actually pretty excited about for the powerhouse. I was absolutely excited to see Jurassic Express 
defend against Team Taz's Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs and the newly formed team of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. I got pretty much everything I wanted out of this match and more. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful back and forth. I was mad at one point, and you remember this, for not knowing the legal man. Yeah, we lost a little bit of control for a second, but it came back to us. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Picking up the win, still your AEW champ, tag team champions, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yeah, it was, I know you were really expecting that uh, really three-way bag to... man match, and you got it. Oh yeah, I got that teaser, and at some point I need that to just happen on like an episode of Dynamite or something. Tony Khan, please, I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you love your big men, and especially with the way that those three can work in a ring, yes, it'll be absolutely beautiful. Um, So ending out the night was the AEW men's or AEW world championship ultimately. Um, so the men's title, uh, Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk. There was a lot of back and forth, very beautiful storytelling. Um, do you have any comments on how the match went? Um, I mean, aside from us not, you know, agreeing that we can't figure out how to feel about Adam Page. Yeah. Um, his character gets lost on me, okay? It really does. I, I can't, and, and I can't I make anything feel from like, his character. I can't make anything from his personal storytelling. I, and I personally feel like the, 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 the him being the main guy, just it, it didn't feel right. No, it really didn't. At least right now, anyway. Um, But otherwise, the match was pretty good. I mean, we did have a few moments where I was just like, it was kind of dragging. I also feel Paige should have hit Punk with the title. I think there was a little bit of like that hesitation. You could see, you could see the fight within himself. Like I don't necessarily want to do this because I'm such a big baby face, but at the same time, I can do this heel stuff. And what if that consumes me? You know, I, I, I did see that. You saw that towards the end, and I mean, Should've they did. I mean, he did pull some little heel stuff by using some of Punk's moves on him, like using his finisher. So maybe we could see in the next couple weeks something start to stir where it's like, I mean, I could be good at this heel stuff. And maybe if he does turn heel, then maybe it it could put him as us seeing him as the main event guy. Hopefully. Who knows? Because that could be a shift in character even. Um, but ultimately, picking up the win to Brother Pyro's discretion, your new AEW world champion, C.M. Part of me is happy he has the title. I just feel the timing was a bit off. Yes. I feel like they could have extended Hangman's reign just a little longer. I mean, um, I agree but, on that, but... Whatever. Um. Oh, yeah, and prior to the match, we uh we got to see a moment with Andrade. Oh, yep. I know you wanted to say that. Before we close out. Seeing a, uh, a new business partner, former... ROH World Champion Rush. So I'm excited to see what they do with putting those two guys together because I think they can work really, really well. Do you have any thoughts on what could come from this? 
Um, relevancy to Andrade's career. <laughs> I mean, I know. Uh, I know Andrade has his own like little family faction in there. Um, I don't necessarily know who's all in the family faction. I, I again. Um, and uh, upon the weekend, um, with him, congratulations to him and Miss Charlotte Flair for being uh, newly married. Do you ever see? charlotte jumping ship and going probably with it? not honestly vince is going to pay way more money than he probably should to keep her happy and to keep her around we think it was bad that her dad is a 16-time world champion we're gonna see more of that to uh if it means keeping his uh top prize intact i mean she is at 13 so she's only three away from beating dad and in less time mm-hmm I know, I know the controversy behind that. We'll see if uh, she eventually comes for number 14 after being um, written off for her um, wedding. Again, congratulations to those two. Anything else you want to um, throw in before we end the podcast tonight? Um, We will see you guys next weekend for Hell in a Cell, which yep, is, is June 5th. That is our next uh, upcoming pay-per-view. And then right after that... um. We will have that Forbidden Door event, which I am really, really excited about. Yes, I know we wanted to get tickets for it. Unfortunately, you said they sold they out. They sold out almost immediately. Yes. So that would have will... been the best birthday present ever. So we will be back to you guys for Helena Cell and for the Forbidden Door event. Um, we'll keep you up to date on any other pay-per-views that would be coming out. You guys have a wonderful and safe Memorial Day weekend. We are out of here. Peace out, guys.